I'm listening to Zdenex English podcast. You're listening to Zdenex English podcast. By far the greatest English podcast on earth for English learners since sliced bread. My name is Zdenex and I'm your host. Hello everyone. Welcome to live English lesson with me, Teacher Zdenex. And today it's just me. I'm sorry for that. I guess you didn't expect that. Uh, I was supposed to have a student like I always do on Wednesday, but I've decided to do something else. So hopefully I will manage to make it up to you. As you may have read from the title of this video, uh, I'm going to talk about why I decided to leave Europe and move to Vietnam. So hopefully you guys find this interesting. Uh, I have got a few notes here, so hopefully that's okay. Anyway, um, I have I haven't actually made a video about this or a podcast. I have always planned to do that. I always wanted to tell you more, but it, to be honest, when I came here, um, I was a bit overwhelmed with the things I had to do. That I uh, was experiencing a bit of culture shock as well. So. Um, I needed uh, some time to basically um, get into the zone, right? So I think I'm in the zone now. And uh, some of you may have heard that I have uh, basically uh, moved to Vietnam because I shared it on my social media. That's right. I have got uh, Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn. Uh, you can also find me on TikTok, even though I'm not that uh, active there. But um, yeah, that's right. I, I left uh, Europe uh, first time ever. The furthest, the furthest I had been to uh, so so far was uh, Wales. No, actually, no. Sorry, uh, Ireland, Dublin. And uh, for me, this is <laughs> quite a crazy adventure. Yeah, Vietnam. It's really, really far. Um, so uh, some of you may think that I'm crazy. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm. Definitely sure that I have surprised some people by by this move, and some people told me that they admire me for this. Um, but it's a mix of reaction from people. Most of them are just surprised, I guess. Uh, didn't expect it from me, and I'm not sure I expected it from myself, to be honest. Although I have to say that I have been planning this for quite some time, and so uh, I'm glad that um, I made it happen. You know, often you have all these plans and dreams, and and uh, you sometimes you you overthink it. Yeah, you start doubting yourself, doubting the idea. You 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 look at uh, all possible reasons why you might not want to do it, and um, well, you're trying to talk yourself out of doing it because it's it's out of your comfort zone. You know what I mean? It's it's. It's a new place. It's far away. Things could go wrong, right? There is a bit of risk involved in this adventure. Anyway, I'm here, and you might be wondering, where exactly in Vietnam are you, Zdenek? Well, I have to tell you that I am in Da Nang, a lovely city uh, in central Vietnam uh, called Da Nang. It's a coastal, coastal city, so I'm literally 
uh, 100 meters away, maybe 200 meters away from the beach. Uh, currently in a hotel called May Beach. Shout out to this hotel. I think it's a it's a brilliant hotel. And uh, thanks very much to <laughs> a lovely receptionist, which is not very far away from me, who let me do this in the lobby. That's right. I am in the hotel lobby. And uh, the reason I'm here is because there is more light here. So it's more suitable for recording a video like this. And also, I think I'm not going to disturb anyone um, here. You know, I might, uh, I might be heard by my neighbors or the people living above me. So I think this is this is a good place to do it. And uh, yeah, <laughs> so I'm in Danang, and um, currently I'm here on a tourist visa, which is valid for 30 days. However, I have already extended it by another 30 days, which is something you can do as long as you leave the country and uh, you go to one of the neighboring countries. So in my case, I went to Laos and uh, then came back to Vietnam. And uh, as long as you are a tourist here, this is what you have to keep doing. Uh, they call it here a visa run or a border run. So it's a, it's a specific term for, for this. It's nothing illegal, it's, it's absolutely fine, um, but to be honest, you kind of lose one day in the month. So um, we will see. Maybe, maybe at some point I will manage to get a get a job here, and um, the company I work for might help me with the visa, might help me with the work permit, and things like that. Right. So um, two more technical things. I have to be really disciplined when it comes to using this microphone. I have noticed that I tend to move, move it a lot around like this, but it stops working properly because this is the kind of microphone that you have to hold close to your mouth. So I have to learn to be disciplined, to be less sort of jittery. Now, is that the word? You know, um, when, you, when you sort of uh, move a lot and uh, maybe, maybe like when you have your your ants in your pants or something like that. And uh, I need to stay still. I need to remain still like this, okay? Otherwise, um, I'm going to start moving the microphone around and you won't be able to hear me very well. So that's one technical thing. The other thing is that I'm probably not going to be responding to your comments. And that's simply because I have got, uh, I've got a plan for this video, actually. I have written down my nine reasons and so i have to have to actually be looking at um my google sheet google spreadsheet and it's it would be technically a little bit um difficult a bit of a hassle uh, to always switch to another tab and respond to comments it might be a bit tough for me at this point however i do encourage you to leave comments during this live show or later when this um when this ends up being a regular video uh, after the stream finishes because, you know, it's your chance to practice English, to get in touch with me and uh, also help this channel. Every comment counts, okay? I'm just not going to be responding to that to those comments right now. But I'm, I can respond later if that's okay with you. All right, so let's get started, shall we? Let's dive into uh, what... You have all been waiting for, and that's my nine reasons why I left Europe 
and went to Vietnam. So I think this is going to be called um, Zdenek in Vietnam series, and this is part one. In part two, I'm planning to tell you about uh, my first impressions, and then possibly I will do part three as a follow-up to all that. We will see how it goes. This will also get published as a podcast on Zdenek's English podcast, uh, because as you know, I like to kill two birds with one stone. Uh, I know some of you hate this idiom because it seems rather drastic or sadistic or morbid, but you know, it's just an idiom. No birds or no other animals are going to get hurt in the process. It is just an expression that is used in the language. Okay? So, anyway, uh, nine reasons why I left Europe. Um, there is no particular order or si of significance. These are just nine reasons that I have come up with in my sort of brainstorming activity that I did while preparing or as, as part of preparing for this video. However, I think all nine of them are valid reasons and um, they contributed to my decision to come here. So let's see. Uh, so my number one reason is... Hi, I'm Lukas from Slovakia and I like the Achievers Chamber because I have the opportunity to meet talkative people who are about the same level. For more information about the Achievers Chamber, go to teachersthenek.com. My number one reason is that this is simply a new adventure for me, a new chapter in my life. And it feels like the right thing to do. It feels like a fresh start. You know how you sometimes have to sort of hit that, um, um, what's it called? Reset, reset. You have to hit the reset button, right, on your computer. So you have to do this sometimes to yourself as well. And um, so I'm turning on a new leaf, uh, turning over a new leaf. And it's a, it's a chance for me to get started again. Um, and uh, I thought about this for more than a year as well. Um, ever since I actually came back from the UK. My previous adventure was in the United Kingdom. I was in Dublin uh, for a month. I was working there um, at the language school. Um, it was a summer camp, but I don't think that counts. One month, you always know this is, this is going to end soon, so it doesn't count. Like What I consider a, a real adventure is when you stay somewhere for for let's say at least half a year or one year or even more years. And this is my third ever adventure of this kind. The previous two adventures have been in the UK in London. So first time I'm, I've decided to go somewhere completely different. And believe me, it feels like a completely different place. But in this, in this um, video, I'm not going to be telling you about my first impressions because I'm here to give you my reasons first right okay then um there was also a moment um at the end of september when i visited one of my students uh, barbara um in italy she invited me to uh to the north of italy um basically to stay at her at her apartment and uh, it was a fantastic moment for me because it had been i think 27 years uh, since I, uh, from the moment I went to the sea. 
So you can imagine how I felt. I felt like a, like a, a child who had, who can see the sea again and the waves. And I was swimming a lot. I got sick, to be fair, uh, because of all that. But that was the moment I realized, hang on a minute, Zdenek. You can maybe do all this podcasting and all these videos. Maybe you can do it from a place like this. Maybe if you find a place where you could make ends meet, where you could financially survive, maybe, maybe you can find a place in the world which, you, which would be doable, which would be feasible for you. And that's exactly what I did in the end. So that moment when I visited Italy, when I visited Barbara, that was kind of a defining moment. That was the moment when it sort of became obvious to me that this is what I have to do. Because I had been thinking about doing something like this, but I was never really 100% convinced. But that, that, that mom in that moment, I knew I had to do this, right? So it's a new adventure, a new chapter in my life. This is my first reason. My second reason is kind of, kind of related to this. Uh, I'm a big believer in leaving your comfort zone. You know, I know this is a cliche. I know people say it uh, all the time, kind of banal or trite, um, bit, a bit of an overused, hackneyed expression, right? But I think it's true. You just, you just always end up in a in your comfort zone. You just always end up doing the same things, stereotypical life, you're living a stereotypical life, and it just, it just gets a bit boring, you know? So, and not only that, it, it, it's not only about being bored, it's also about not learning new things anymore, not being challenged, not, um, not experiencing um, crazy things, not having enough adrenaline and all that. And this is exactly the kind of place where I'm going to get enough of that. This is completely out of my comfort zone. Yeah, I can't tell you enough how much this is out of my comfort zone. And um, I've been feeling quite lazy lately. When I say lately, I mean for the past few months and years. Ever since COVID happened, I was really just in my house all the time, behind the computer. I started teaching online. I did learn a few new skills, but it was all kind of related to my computer. And I think it was too much, of, too much of the same, if that makes any sense. I learned about marketing. I learned about how to find my own students. And I have learned about how to make my own course, um, things like that. I have created a fantastic Discord group called the Achievers Chamber, which you guys can join as long as you're b2 c1 or c2 level you can join that group and uh, this is a place where you can um, basically take part in lessons or attend events and lessons uh, with other members uh, international members it's it's uh, it's a great place to practice your english and to to be active and to be involved and believe me if, if you stay there long term your english is going to go up Trust me, you're going to level up your English. So where was I? Yeah, I was talking about uh, comfort zone. So this, this has been my life. I say has been. Now I should say had been, right, before I moved here. 
This had been my life since I left, or from the moment I left the UK. So three years from from COVID till till uh, the end of this year, basically. Too long, too long, and I I knew I needed needed to do something different for a while. I think there was also a moment when um, when I. Mm, um, retired when I hung up my boots, retired as a footballer. I'd never really uh, played professionally, but you know, it's something you love, you do it for so long, it's your passion, and then it's, it's tough, it's tough to let it go, you know? And I've never really found a replacement for that, so I also knew there was something wrong with me in that sense. I'm, I'm going to give you one more reason which is more related to that soon. Also, I think I, I was suffering a little bit from writer's block. I had lack of inspiration. I felt like I was stagnating. I was, you know, not really moving anywhere anymore. So coming here is out of my comfort zone. It's the, exactly the right type of challenge I need. And I think most of us need anyway. And maybe it's not the last time I do something like this as well, right? Because you always get into that new comfort zone. It's it's a never-ending story, uh, isn't it? Okay, so that's that. Then my number three reason is that, uh, and I've already kind of mentioned it, uh, is that since COVID, I haven't really had much of social life. It sounds like it's basically my fault, and it is. It is my fault. I don't know if any of you have experienced something similar, but that, that COVID time was sort of traumatizing in a sense you know it's it's hard to explain because it's not like a real trauma because i haven't i haven't lost anyone because of covid i haven't really been sick much myself because of covid uh it's just what it did to the society as such and what it did to me i sort of became this like a mole i started living a life of a mole or uh, what's the animal? Badger or something. In my hole, always in the hole, always in the dark. You know, I went to bed at 3 a.m., 4 a.m., didn't really see much of the sunlight. Sometimes I came out, yes, for example, when I, had, when I went shopping and stuff like that. Yes, sometimes I did visit my friends, but nowhere near as often as I used to. Nowhere near as often. So my social life since COVID has been really suffering. So that's why I knew I had to go somewhere else where, again, I have a chance to just make new friends and start over and do things differently and better and be in a place where I'm kind of forced, forced to, to have relationships with people, forced to make friends. Because when you are at home and everything is kind of simple and you always do, do the same things and Again, it's the comfort zone, right? It's, some of these reasons, by the way, are so, sort of like interconnected. Yeah, they sort of um, uh, flow to one another or are, t are tied to each other, something like that. Okay, so yes. Uh, also, when I say no social life, I think it's connected to how it made me feel, right? It made me feel depressed occasionally. Not always, but like not only depressed, but sometimes like apathetic if that makes sense sort of like you kind of like give up on this idea of just living with people i've become this 
you know how we have these stereotypes about mm, yeah i have to be careful how i say this but some people are so introverted that they live this life that they they all their entire life is just online so i was one of those people but historically i, I didn't always used to be like that i'm an extroverted person i've always like organized parties for my friends and i've always met a lot of people i was always surrounded by a lot of friends but something happened something happened in, during covid and things changed for me so i didn't want to live like this anymore you know so i said okay that's it that's it let's let's do something different okay especially like with all the stuff happening with the war as well i mean it doesn't help does it you first you see so many negative so many negative pieces of news about the covid situation every single day like you turn on uh, your browsers and you see you see all the all the articles are about that then the war starts same thing even worse obviously and it's just all so negative and then as a result of that the prices are going up uh, the prospect of, of good life is nowhere to be seen so you know what i was like screw it i have to do something different <laughs> right my my fourth reason is and this is a, you're going to laugh at me but you know what sometimes you just have to be honest with yourself <laughs> you know what i think i have a chance that i might also uh find a girlfriend here and that's connected to the previous one no social life right you cannot really find a girlfriend if you don't go out if you don't meet people if you don't uh spend time with your friends it's really difficult right you can't like find someone online you can try one of those dating apps but that hadn't really that had never really worked for me very well i don't know if i'm not photogenic or something or possibly i ne i've never really had good photos there <laughs> but um to be honest i have always like done much better with girls whenever i could talk to them for example at at university or just you know when i was able to to be myself a little bit right to be funny and entertain people and stuff like that so i think i have a good chance of pulling this off here to improving in that department because you know what nobody wants to be lonely for the rest of for the rest of their life right and again it has become my new normality i've been single for way too long again i didn't used to be single all the time but then again it's the comfort zone idea once you once you get used to something it's difficult to to change it right and the older you get the worse it is it's just the way it is okay so <laughs> hopefully i heard that um there are there even before coming here i heard that this is a good place to meet someone so again i will tell you more in the in the future video hopefully but um yeah <laughs> i know it's a bit embarrassing but yeah there there you have it <laughs> it's out there one of the reasons i'm here definitely one of the nine reasons not the main reason by the way not the main reason <laughs> okay moving on uh, my number five reason is that i would like to get fit again and i know some people might be saying zdenek but you're not fat or you zdenek you look all right no i don't i definitely don't i look i'm like at my worst ever actually 
I'm already better after one month of being here because I eat better. I started going to the gym. Um, so I knew this was all a plan for me. This was all a plan. I'm, I'm living by the sea, so I, I knew at some point I would want to start swimming here. I knew I wanted to start going to the gym again. And I knew I wanted to continue going for runs, to run, run on the beach, or, or like along the beach. So um, this is the plan. And um, definitely, definitely a good place to, to do something like this because the food here. I'm gonna tell you more about it, but so far, I only I only have words of praise for it. Okay, so um, my number six reason is that um, it is cheap for someone from Europe to be here. Let's be honest. <laughs> Let's not beat around the bush. Uh, if you go to Southeast Asia, the the most expensive thing for you really is the ticket. the 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 plane ticket is is quite expensive, but then once you make the decision and you plan the things, living here actually is not the, not the most expensive thing. I do have to rent an apartment, which I didn't have to do in, in, in the Czech Republic. So that's, that's the thing that will sort of balance it out for me financially. But I cannot compare a place like this to, to for example, London or England in general, because that's way too expensive. You have to share a house with someone. You you really have to work hard. You have to um, just it's it's hard in London. It's hard to live a good life uh, because of, of the prices. The prices are too high there, basically of everything. In Vietnam, in Vietnam though, it's much better. So that is definitely one of the reasons I'm here. I'm not gonna lie to you. Okay, now. My seventh reason is another one that is slightly embarrassing and maybe a little bit, even a little bit shocking for you. And I don't know how much I want to share here because it's quite personal and uh, sometimes like, it's difficult to talk about such things for me, especially on, on a YouTube video like this. Sometimes podcast, podcast is easier because, and I am recording this as a podcast too, but if it's just a podcast, then it's easier. Anyway. <laughs> I came here to avoid Christmas. You're like, what? I, I, I bet I have shocked some of you here. I haven't shocked those of you who know me uh, well, uh, because I've been saying this uh, for a long time. But Christmas is just a depressing time for me. I don't know if there is anybody out there, like any, any of you watching, uh, that have the same uh, sort of, issue or the same experience but every single time christmas comes i just don't take it well please don't judge me like it's something to do with my life something happened in my life i don't want to talk about it now but that that christmas time is always the worst for me and um, especially if you if you spend it alone and you know right now the the way the things have sort of panned out in, in my family, um, I would be spending uh, Christmas alone, on my own. And that's, that's the worst. So this was a perfect, perfect solution to that. Because I came here actually two days before the Christmas Eve. And I didn't even know Christmas, 
Christmas existed, even though there is a there is a Christmas tree in the lobby. It's actually on the reception desk, and I have seen more Christmas trees here in Da Nang in Vietnam, but it doesn't compare to to what's happening in Europe when Christmas comes. And also, it's just I I had different things to worry about when I came. Right, I was in a new place and. Definitely, this plan to avoid Christmas definitely worked really well for me. It worked out really well for me. Okay, so number eight reason is that, and okay, this is something that people actually say about me. Sometimes it's difficult for me to admit it, but you know what? I think some, some, sometimes when people say that, they might be right. People when I say people, by the way, it's some of my close friends, they have suggested to me, uh, a few of them, that maybe I'm just escaping my reality. Maybe this is just a way for me to escape my life, which, you know, who doesn't have an easy life, right? But, like, uh, how to say this? I'm the kind of person that I'm not that lucky person that can say I'm always happy under any circumstances. I'm just not, because we are all different, right? We all have different personalities, different mindset, different way of thinking about things. And I'm not exactly a negative person. I'm not a pessimist. But I am definitely not a massive optimist and that kind of person that will always see positives in everything. And um, Maybe, maybe it's about the way I think, my mindset, maybe it's wrong, it's not right. And maybe my friends, when they say this, they are right, that actually the reason I always have to go somewhere, at first it was London, twice actually, now it's, it's, uh, it's Vietnam. Maybe they say that I'm trying, maybe they, what they mean is that, that or, well, they, they say what they mean, right? That I'm escaping my reality. And I just want to get away from everything. Um, but well, you know what I will tell you about that? Yes, you might be right. However, it is better to do something, at least something, right, whatever it is, than remain in the same place, to be, to be trapped in the same place forever. Like a lot of people, they are just uh, living, living unhappy lives because they are in unhealthy relationships or they are they just don't don't have any other option they they you know you know what i mean so i'm actually happy i have i have this opportunity to just do something different okay so um definitely definitely um good good thing um sorry i have to uh, touch my laptop because uh, it went into the what do you call it the um, screensaver mode or something like that right uh, yeah i think i think it's it's possibly i'm escaping my reality but i think it's better to do that than live in your stereotype and uh, just complain all the time just do something about it you know just do it <laughs> So that's that's what's happening here for me. Yeah. By the way, I have been here for a month. If I haven't if I haven't said it yet, I've been here for a month um, since December uh, the twenty second. Okay. 
my number nine reason, this is the last reason, and uh, this is a cultural culture reason. Um, why did I choose Vietnam? Why did I come to Vietnam? Well, it's because in my country, in the Czech Republic, we have got a large Vietnamese community. We've got a lot of Vietnamese people. Because in the past, we used to have, we used to have several immigration waves. So um, that's why a lot of Vietnamese people live in the Czech Republic. And um, I have to say that the, the Czech people, they don't always know much about the Vietnamese people because they are very quiet. They keep themselves to themselves. Um, they sort of live their own life. And I think we, there are no problems like when it comes to the relations between Vietnamese people and the Czech people. I think we get on quite well. But at the same time, there's nothing really extra because we sort of live our own lives. We don't really talk to each other much because there are still a lot of Vietnamese people in the Czech Republic that cannot speak Czech. I think that's part of the problem. I think the the, the new generations, the, um, these people's children, uh, they are much better off and, and it's different because they grow up uh, with Czech kids at Czech schools. Uh, they grow up and they learn Czech uh, perfectly, right? So, um, but you know, I I always wondered like what what Vietnamese people are like, and what it would be like if I were living in in Vietnam and and I was in in the shoes of of the of the Vietnamese people in the Czech Republic, if if you know what I mean, just just to sort of reverse the the position there. And uh, it's true that sometimes Czech people don't treat Vietnamese people well. Um, what I mean by that is that maybe they um, they just, the way they talk to them, and it's connected to their to, to the fact that they don't speak Czech very well, but sometimes there is, I feel like there is lack of respect. I never do that. I never do that because I don't judge people by uh, their language abilities. I just don't do that. So um, for me, you know, it's not an issue. But there are still some people who do that, and I don't, I don't like that. Anyway, um, yeah. So uh, this is my last reason why, why I have decided to move to Vietnam. I don't know how long I'm going to stay here, but what you might be wondering is what I actually think about this place, and I haven't, I haven't told you much, and that's because um, this is, um, this is a a story for another podcast for another video i don't know when i will do it because as you know uh, normally um, i record videos with one of my students here one of the students from the achievers chamber so hopefully i will be able to keep doing that from next week on but i definitely also want to uh, talk about my first impressions i've already made a lot of notes here and there is a lot to talk about and it's really I think it's really interesting and uh, even for me to to sort of revisit it all and to sort of compart compartmentalize it to to sort of sort it in you in my in my brain to, to what what am I trying to say say here it's it's nice because it's all kind of emotional experiences but it's nice to sort of analyze it for me as well yeah, because I can learn from it 
something too. I'm sure I can. Right, so um, that will be it for today. I would like to thank everyone for watching this video or for listening to this podcast. And uh, if this is your first time watching, then make sure you hit the subscribe button, give this video a like. And uh, if you want to learn more about me, you will find more information in the description um, uh, of this of this uh, video. So thanks very much for watching and listening and I'll speak to you soon. Cheers. Bye. Thanks a lot for listening. For more information, go to Zdenix English Podcast Facebook group or visit zdenixenglishpodcast.podbean.com.